Thank you so much for tuning in the podcast of the PG Fellowship Church in Buffalo Valley, Tennessee. Let's join Pastor Michael Waters for the message. I think before we get started this morning, we ought to just give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. Ain't it wonderful to serve a risen Savior this morning? I thank the Lord for that. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I was just sitting there, standing there, worshiping the Lord and thinking about what all He's done for me this year and, and where I possibly could have been without Him. But I'm thankful this morning for His grace, His mercy, and that endures forever. Amen. And, uh, man, there's a lot I want to say, a lot I'd like to do. Uh, I love you. I love you. I mean, I love this church, and uh, I praise God for you. Me and Jessica's been talking all week long about uh, PG Fellowship, and uh, and not the building. I mean, this is a spectacular place, and and uh, the the church building is nice. And I praise the Lord that He's blessed us with such a, a wonderful. Uh, structure, but uh, that ain't what makes the church, Brother Larry. What makes the church is each one of yuns and, and taking part in the services. And, and uh, you know, I was sitting at the body shop there uh, last week, the week before last, and I was thinking about uh, tallying up things and numbers and, and just doing a kind of a year-end review and, and just kind of seeing what uh, we had done. And, and, uh, and the Lord's like, what about the church? And I had to drop that pencil down. I had to go to praying, Brother Danny. I was worried more about what the shop done, what the church had done. And uh, the Lord's got a way of getting a hold of our hearts. He's got a way, if you would. He knows your number, and He knows the very intent of your heart and what's on your mind this morning. And I mean, I had to put the pencil down and I had to go to praying. And, and uh, so uh, this is going to be a year in review looking back, and uh, there ain't probably going to be much preaching, uh, but I hope this inspires you. I hope that it... Uh, uh, uplifts you and just shows you how much and how that the Lord's involved in PG Fellowship and how much that we're doing and, and all the good functions and outreaches and, and how, how much of a blessing this place has been to youngs here and then to people on the outside in the community. And uh, we're going to play a video here in just a minute. And I thank my wife for uh, getting them. I'm not very techie and, and she got all them laid out for us yesterday. And, and, uh, but I want to go in scripture just for a minute. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, and we'll read down to verse 31 if the Lord uh, sees fit here. And the Bible says, and I'm reading now the King James Version, and I'd like to say this this morning. I've been keeping up with Facebook a little bit with the, the church's page, and, and we are blessed with an a, a, a audience on Facebook, brother, and, and uh, we've been having a lot of views, and i just like to, to welcome them, you know, to come out and join us some Sunday, and uh, uh, to not just watch it at home or when it's convenient, but if you don't have a home church, I would like to invite everybody that watches on Facebook to come out. There's always an empty seat, and, uh, and you'd be most welcome, and you would feel the PG love, how that uh, people will welcome you in, and you can make this place your home if you do not have a home church. 
Uh, but we're going to start at the reading of God's word and we'll be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. And it says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So uh, we see here real quickly in one verse that the theme here is one. Is oneness. Amen. I mean, how many here is married this morning? You spouse, are you one? I mean, ain't that the biblical definition? Uh, that a, a young man would leave uh, uh, his mother and father and he would grab hold of a young lady and, and she would leave and they would come together as one flesh the Bible talks about. And it's so symbolic because you go in the Gospels, especially in the book of John, and he said as Christ is, is in the Father and the Father's in Christ and Christ is in yuns and yuns are in Christ. Amen. Oneness. Amen. Amen. And that's what a body is, amen. And we see right here in Scripture, we're going to go to the 13th verse. It says, for by one Spirit, there's that one again. How many knows there's only one Holy Ghost? There's only one Spirit, and that is the Spirit of God, amen. Oh, hallelujah. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. I mean, praise God. It's pretty simple. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into that one Spirit. See, Christ come for, hey, come for the beggar, the poor, and He come for the rich. He come for whosoever will this morning. If you just accept Christ in your heart, and the Bible says and be baptized, you shall be saved. Amen. For the body is not one member, but many. And if the foot shall say, because I am a, not a hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore, is it not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body be an eye, where is the hearing? And if the whole uh, uh, body were hearing, where would be the smelling? But uh, now hath God set the members of every one of them in the body as he hath pleased him. See, he's orchestrated this thing. He's ordained this thing as the body of Christ and the gifts and the callings, amen. And the Bible says here, verse 19, And if they were all one member, were... Where were the body? But now are they many members, but yet one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again to the head of the feet. I have no need of you. Nay, more, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body uh, which we think to be less honorable upon these, we bestow more abundant honor and our more comely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to uh, that part which has lacked, and that there should be no uh, schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Man, there's that one again, that we should lift up and care for one another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer. And or one, one member be honored, they're all uh, members ought to rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ. If you didn't get that yet, now ye are the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. What verse did I get to? I don't even know. <laughs> now ye are the body of Christ and the members in particular because we're a peculiar people, amen. amen. 
And uh, the Bible goes on to say, and God has set some in the church, uh, first apostles and secondary prophets, uh, thirdly teachers, and, and goes on to say, helps in governments and diversity of tongues are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers. We are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing. He's asking a question. Does everybody have the gifts of healing? Uh, question mark. Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? Uh, but covet earnestly the best gifts and yet show you a more excellent way. And it goes on to talk about tongues and love and, and goes on. But I want to open up in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, I love you this morning. I am so thankful to be a part of this body. I mean, it's done me a lot of good. It's grown me. And it showed me a, a clear way, uh, your pathway, God, of the straight and narrow. It showed me, God, uh, uh, more in the scriptures. It showed me, uh, Heavenly Father, just what a church should be, Lord God. I'm thankful, truly, God, to be a part of this uh, fellowship down here at Pleasant Grove uh, Fellowship, Lord God. And I'm thankful, Heavenly Father. I just pray, Lord God, as we go through this this morning, that you just uh, touch hearts and touch minds. I pray, God, that you, if they're sitting down, you just stir them, Lord God, where they would be uh, invigorated wanting to join in with this Heavenly Father. I'd pray this morning those that's not really got involved, they would get involved. Those Heavenly Father that's working for you, that they would stay working and not be burnt out. That we would consistently work and move and breathe in Christ Jesus. I'd pray this morning, Lord God, that your hand be on each one here. I'd pray, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that they wouldn't leave here the same way. They would leave here in a freshness and a newness in Christ Jesus. We're starting a new year, and I read in your scripture, for my God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Philippians 419 I'm thankful this morning that you own the cattle on a thousand hills and the hills that the cattle's own that we serve a heavenly father we serve a God in all heaven that Abraham said there in, in uh, Hebrews 11 10 he said for Abraham looked for a city which had foundations which builder and makers God and we read over in Revelation that city that had abundance of foundations of all precious stones I'm thankful this morning that you own it all that you paved the streets of heaven that were going going to with pure gold that's white as crystal. I'm thankful this morning, Lord God. We've got some hope. We've got a blessed hope that we can look forward to. We've got something that we can spread to this lost and dying world. We've got something this morning, Lord God, we can shout about. If we've not lifted our hands in a while, I'd encourage each one to raise their hands up and just praise a living Heavenly Father, a Son that's risen from the grave that's alive forevermore and forever, evermore. I'm thankful this morning, Heavenly Father. You're in me and I'm in you and I pray, God, that there's not a lost so here this morning that don't know you if they are I pray God they'd feel the abundance of your spirit and they would draw them in without the draw of the spirit we cannot be saved I'd pray this morning Lord God that as a whole we'd be as a one 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 as a body this morning Lord God we'd let the foolish things pass by we'd keep our eyes on the pearly prize we'd keep our focus on you this morning I love you Heavenly Father and I'd ask this in the name of Jesus this morning and the whole body would say amen Thank you, Lord. I love him this morning, church. He's my everything this morning. Without him, I'm nothing. The Bible says, without him, I'm nothing. But with him, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. He said he will strengthen you also. Amen. He goes on to say in Philippians 4.19, for my God, is he your God this morning? Can you say he's mine this morning? I can say he's mine because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says that's the power unto the people. That's power, amen, that I've been saved by the shepherd blood because there's also power in the shed blood that amen. atonement amen that was made I, mean, I love him this morning ain't he good this morning amen. can you think back of this year of 2023 think what he's brought you through brother Chris uh, brother Stephen 
<laughs> Think what he's done for you. Ain't he been good? Amen. He's a good, good father. That's Amen. what song we sang. <laughs> but then also I listened to a song Casting Crowns saying Jesus at a distance. I pray and hope there's nobody here this morning that you want to keep Jesus at a distance. Because when Jesus gets close, Amen. he starts picking at that heart. Come on, brother. I want to, let's just go ahead and play that first video. We broke this down into three groups. It's on our van. It's on our church card. It says disciple, equip, and empower. And I pray and I hope that that's what, we've been here only six months, and then we had uh, Brother Larry that filled in, Brother Jerry Milliken that filled in, and several others before we got here. And I hope between all of us men and the activities and the things we got on, I hope that it's uh, empowered you. I hope it's equipped you and discipled you. And you say, what are you talking I hope it's discipled you that you would go out and disciple more people. Amen. The word disciple means to, to teach, to instruct, to show. And that means that we got to get off the seat of do nothing and we got to stand up and march for oh. Jesus Christ. I hope that you've been empowered. As Jesus said there in Matthew, He said, I've given you all power that you may go out and preach the gospel. Amen. He's empowered us to do so. And we might as well just pick up the mantle. Hey, hey, the double portion, just go ahead and walk with it. Amen. I'm telling you what, this morning, He's empowered us. Amen. He's disciples because we... Hey, is He not the supreme one we look unto? Is He not the one we hold on a mantle that we want to be like? How to be a Christian is to be Christ-like brother. Let her go ahead and play this, and uh, we broke this down in three places. All of who you are reaches the darkest parts, lifting the weight and the blaze in the scars that had a hold on me. Here I am, baby. Tearing down every wall So amazed by your grace And the way you're still holding me
So you can see just one, I mean, my, my wife had over a thousand pictures in six months, a thousand pictures, and that's not including everybody else's pictures. And that's just condensed down into one four-minute video. We've got two more to watch here in a minute. But that's discipleship to instruct, <laughs> to disciple, to show, to teach, to follow Christ. I mean, Look at all these people. We had a bad, two baptisms, amen, at 19 and, and 2 and 3. 21 bat, we got baptized in water, amen, submerged in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We've had 11 salvations, amen. I got to take part in a few of them. Brother Larry got to take part in a couple of them. I mean, praise God for that, that people was pulled out of the fire, covered in the blood, and their names read on the Lamb's Book of Life. I mean, BBS, we had around 50 different kids show up. We had uh, Kalijah accepted the Lord that week. I mean, the Lord's truly blessed, church. He's truly did so much for us. And a lot of times we sit back and we don't think about it. But the Bible says that we would call, therefore, to our remembrance the goodness and the things that God's done for us. Amen. Don't that just want you to get invested? You know what question I would ask uh, each one of you, the church, this morning? As we watch these videos, look and see if you're in the pictures. If you're not, I'd encourage you to get involved. If you're not, I'd encourage you to get involved. And we couldn't get pictures of everybody, and I apologize for the ones that's not in the pictures. But get involved in the functions that's going on at the church. It's good Christian fellowship. It's lifting our brothers and sisters up one with another in one body, if it was. We ain't got a group over yonder, and this side of the church is going to do this. How we're doing it together as oneness, church. As one body, as in Christ. We're going to flip over real quick to Timothy. We'll be in 1 Timothy chapter 1. 
And I, I would uh, encourage you also, as you w watch these little clips with pictures in them, if you see somebody that ain't been here in a while and you got their number, reach out to them. Encourage them to come and be involved in what we're doing here. That we're just a bunch of crazy people for the Lord Jesus Christ. That we love what he's done for us. And sometimes we'll shout a little. And sometimes we'll raise our hands up. Amen. And sometimes you got a foolish preacher that will act a fool sometimes. And I mean that we come together, brother, in one mind and one accord to serve a real living Savior. Discipleship. All of these are about the body. Our first motto on the church van, and if you never pay no attention, and it, it's on the slide when you walk in in the mornings before uh, service starts, it'll say disciple, uh, equip, and empower, but discipleship. <coughs> and uh, what better than the Apostle Paul and Timothy? We're going to start at uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God. See, he was ordained by God, uh, by the commandment of Jehovah, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith. I mean, he thought a lot of Timothy. You know what? We ought to thank a lot of one another here at PG Fellowship. We ought to hold each other at high standards. We ought to love on one another here at PG Fellowship. I know this is an odd message. I've never heard nobody preach something like this. And, and I told Jessica, I said, I just hope it stirs the people. I just hope it shows us that it ain't all about me. This ain't my show. This is his show. This ain't all about this side, the center, or the right side. Amen. This is all about all of us being a collective in one body, one mind, all together. Hey, you know what? To glorify a risen Savior. Amen. That rose us from the dead. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says, Unto Timothy, my own son, in the faith and grace and in mercy and in peace, from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord, as I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went to Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they may teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in the faith, so do. Now the end of the commandment is charity, and out of a pure heart, and of a good conscience, and of a faith unfeigned, from which having swerved, having turned aside unto vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say, or nor whether, whether of they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. <clears throat> Knowing this, that the law is made for the righteous man, but for the lawless and it is made not for the righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and unprofaned, for murders uh, of fathers and mothers of mothers and manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers and liars and, and prejured uh, persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God which was committed to my trust. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me 
for that he counted me faithful, put me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious. He's talking about himself there, that he wasn't worthy, church, because he was these different things. How many knows this morning before we was born again, we was a lot of different things. The world called us a lot of different things. We was hell bound because we was wrapped in sin. And it took Jesus Christ to free us. Amen. I like this verse here, skipping to 15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Going to verse 18, it says, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before uh, on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning faith, which have made shipwreck. You know what he done? What he's pretty much saying here? Hold on to the faith. On, Grab it. Hold on. Don't let go. Don't be made shipwrecked. Don't run on the rocks of the world. Get on the rock, Christ Jesus, and stay there. Amen. Wouldn't that be good godly counsel? Stay on the rock. Don't move. Don't. Even though the storm comes. You know, if you're anchored, we sang a song, my little brother, let him be your anchor. You know, if you anchor a boat down, it's going to drift a little. It's going to move. But that anchor, if it's bit down and holding, on, that boat's not going to go nowhere. Amen. We ought to be anchored in Jesus Christ. On, we ought to take heed to what the Word says, to what our teacher's saying, what the, the youth leaders are saying to our children, what they're saying. You know, your kids go down there, they're not just playing, but they're giving them Scripture. They're giving them little lessons. Yes. Train them up in the way they should go, and when they get old, they wouldn't depart from it. Ain't that what we want? We want to raise up a generation. Not just one generation. I like to see multiple generations oh, raised man. up. I'm young enough to see it. Oh, but that's discipleship. Amen. And Paul, where did he get this from? He got it from the Lord. Amen. He seen visions, the Holy Spirit, and the Lord told him to disciple up young Tim. He even called him his own son. Because mm. he loved, he discipled him. The Bible says, I believe it's in the book of Titus, that you women that's older, that knows about the things of the Lord, show the younger ladies. And us men, Coop, Isaac, James, Stephen, us that's older, Brother Earl, us that's older, that we would teach the younger men the ways of God. Amen. And if you find yourself asking the question, I don't have much, get in the book. Get in the instruction manual. Get in the book. Get on your knees in prayer. The Lord will open it up. He'll reveal it. He'll show us. Hey, I was a babe once too. And the Lord Jesus Christ, when I got saved, I was a babe and I had to learn to crawl before I could walk. I had to learn a few things. Hey, you know what? I had to go on the backside of the desert, amen, to get the world out of me so God could put the things of God in me, amen. And that's what it's going to take. Do we really want it? Do we really want to disciple people? Do we really want to see... Something fresh from this church. We really want to see us go out in the community, amen, and fill these pews up. Amen. Starts with discipleship. If she would play the next video, please.
The first video had 
our Bible studies in it, the conferences the men and women went to, and our Bible studies are uh, the women, they, they're about to finish up Advent, run a little bit behind on that, but the men, we've been doing testimonies, and we've just about went through all the, the men, and, uh, and several of the men has given some lessons and taught, and it's just been a great time. It's been a time of connection, and, and uh, we've had a great turnout from it, and uh, uh, we've had a, the PG Revival was well, the first one in years that we had, and, and praise the Lord, we had a decent turnout at that, that the church got involved, and, and VBS, and, and the Baptism Salvations, and, and then going to this video, the Equipped, and we labeled it Community because uh, it was uh, mostly pictures of going out and about in Baxter and the surrounding area. I mean, uh, I seen pictures at the very first was the Easter Harvest Festival we had up here at the, the, the depot in Baxter, the first time I ever met any of you. They invited me to come down and got the meetings, and I remember talking to Ruth Ann and Steve in there, and, and praise God that uh, uh, there was an old man in the back here, Coop, that aggravated me and gave me a hard time the whole time. And, but there's love. I believe everybody come up and talk to me, and, and I tried my best to go talk to most of the youngs and get to know youngs, and, and we had a good crowd that come out that day and giving literature out. And, I mean, the Lord's been here. He's been with us, brother. And you look at all the things that, that's happened and took place, and are you glad you're involved in a, a, a live church? Amen. I mean, we could be sitting and doing nothing, and, and, but praise God, we got, I've heard a couple of reports from people in the church. We've got some workers. We've got some people that wants to, to move and do something. Amen. And, and you would shout amen if you went to a church that was a dead church that they never wanted to do anything, amen. Because you know what? There's a cart to pull. But it's a lot easier when multiple people pulling the cart. It's not near as hard. You know, if I was Flash, I could run around and do everything you've seen in these pictures. But would that be the purpose of a church, of one body, of the body of Jesus Christ? You know what else we've done? Uh, uh, to equip means to furnish and to supply. That means over there in, in the book of did Ephesians or Galatians, where he said... I'm going to give you the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation. Ephesians 6. He said, I'm going to equip you. See, the Lord's going to give us all the spiritual warfare, the armor and, and, and the, the sword. He's going to give us all those things. It's right there in the book. I praise God for the leaders here at the church. I thank God for the board. I thank God for the workers in the church. I thank God for all the congregation, each one of you. Without a church, without we would have no church. I don't know if I can say it any plainer than that. Without you, who would I preach to? The pews? <laughs> who would Larry teach to? Who would we send the cards out to? It takes each one of us to get invested in what's going on. We'll flip over to 2 Timothy. As we're flipping over, you know, that second video had our, our fall clothing drive, our backpack in it, uh, which was such a great success. And I appreciate these two here for the connection of, of the clothing that we could distribute out. Uh, I mean, it was an awesome time. And the parking lot was full. It was amazing. The families that got blessed, whether they realized it or not, Brother Jeremiah, that got blessed by God, by the hand of God. And you know what? We're, what are we, the hands and feet Amen. being used? 2 Timothy, 
chapter 1, we'll read down 1 through 11. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Jesus Christ, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, peace from God the Father uh, and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve with my forefathers with a pure conscience uh, without season. I have seizing. I have remembrance of thee in my prayers and night also. So, you know, as Paul is telling Timothy, I pray for you, young Timothy, day and night, all the time. I'm lifting up. We can pray about We can actually communicate. They had to send a letter and wait for it to arrive. But we can do it instant. We can pray for one another through the church center out. I'd encourage each one of you to get signed up and use it. There have been a lot of prayer requests come across this week. One of them, my dear aunt, that was on the prayer chain. She's got a good report. The Lord showed up. And that ain't just me praying. It ain't just Larry praying. That ain't that ain't just a leader. That's all of us praying. All those that see it and really take a time, a moment to lift those names up and call them out to a real God that'll hear them. Amen. So I'd encourage you, number one, the, what I want to equip you with is we've got to be a praying church. Verse 3 says, I thank God whom I serve. Okay, go verse 4. Greatly desiring to see, to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. Are we looking forward to seeing? You know, I messaged the men's group this morning. We've got enough men on there. There's two groups, about 20 in each one. And I messaged this morning. I said, I'm looking forward to the church service this morning. I'm looking forward to see what God's got in store. I can't wait to see you. And we look forward to coming to church so that not only can we worship Him and see the Lord show up, but we can see the people sitting next to us. Amen. And we can shake their hand in fellowship and say, I love you, sis. I love you, brother. I appreciate the songs Brother Jeff's singing. I appreciate Gary on the piano. Do we, do we, do we look at church that way? I mean, uh, maybe, I mean, uh, the old-fashioned way would be to come to church, hear three songs, hear a little sermonette, and we go to the house, and nothing's no different. We're all the same. But I love coming to church and Feeling the Lord's presence, don't you? I love coming to church and, 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 and seeing people, hey, hear their voices, amen, sing unto a holy God and see their hands raised and see people move. And I love it when our dear sister gets up here and starts cutting a rug in the Holy Ghost, amen. David, David danced before the Lord. What if somebody rears back and, and shouts a big war hoop? Hey, come on. I mean, are we going to throw them out of church? I mean, the Holy Ghost acts different for each person. Amen. He's the same God, the same Savior, the same Spirit. But boy, does He work a little different for each person because we're all different. We're all His sons and daughters. Verse 5, he says, When I call to remembrance that unfeigned faith that is in you, young Timothy, which first was in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in they also, wherefore I put you in remembrance that you serve the gift of God which is in thee by the laying on of, putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. So number two is, we're overcomers. We can, we can rebuke Satan. Can I tell you what? I've been sick yesterday and the day before. I told a few people here at church, every time I sit down to study the Bible, I'd get sick. 
I mean, I, 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 my stomach would flip, and I'd get sick. I said, Lord, is this not what you want us to preach Sunday morning? I could feel the Holy Ghost, but how many knows there's oppression from the enemy? How many knows this old flesh don't want to be compliant to what God has us to do? How many know sometimes that the enemy, as a roaring lion, he comes to seek who he may devour, amen? He's, he wants to fight us, amen? So we've got to be equipped with the spiritual tools of warfare. He says right here at verse 7, or verse 8, Be not thou ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Man, I take that as before he spoke it into existence. He knew that we was going to need a Savior. He knew, Chris, we was going to make some mistakes and we needed, we needed something to cover. And he said, without the shedding of blood, it takes it to have the remission of sins. Flip over here. Chapter 2, the same book. Paul, through the inspiration of the Spirit of God, tells young Timothy, he says, Therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Three, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man worth entangling himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Part of being equipped is being able to endure Amen. the things around us. That we can pray. How can we disciple somebody Unless we can do what we're telling them to do. If I told you I was shunning the very appearance of evil and you see me this afternoon partaking in things of the world, would you come here next Sunday? Or if you did, you'd probably be squaring me up and looking me over. Are not you disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ? Are we not called to be a peculiar people? What does that mean, Brother Lester? To be a people set apart. To be a people that ought to show the world there is a real God. Why do we live it? Because he lives on the inside. Paul tells Timothy here, he says in verse chapter 2, verse 15, to study to show thyself approved. That would be a way to equip ourselves in the Lord is to study the word of God. Be in prayer. He goes on to say in verse 15 of this, the third chapter, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through the faith which is in Jesus Christ. Able to make thee wise. The Bible says over in the book of Psalms, a fool, maybe in Proverbs, has said in his heart there is no God. We're wise. If we've got Jesus Christ, we've got it all. We're laying up treasures in heaven. We've got a place we're going to one day. <coughs> it's out of this world. That'll be a message for another time. If she would play our third final video. Lord, I come. I confess. 
last category is empowered, and, uh, uh, and it simply means, I, I looked this up, uh, to give someone authority or power to do something or to make one strong or stronger or more confident. And then in the empowered, we wrote down uh, togetherness, that together we're empowered. Together we're strong with one another, amen. That where one's weak, the other one may be strong. That we could come together in oneness and we could be strong for the Lord Jesus Christ. But besides that, let's go to Scripture. I want to go over to Matthew 28. You know, that video had uh, bowling, the, uh, the church picnic in it. Uh, so many different things that had it. The, the, the kids, just the youth went bowling, and then the video before we had the youth do, and Coop and Kathy and the different ones, Gary, the different ones that helped for the Christmas parade. I mean, we've done so much. And you've seen smiles on everybody's faces. I mean, that we've all come together, number one, to glorify God and to lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ. To me, that's church. Matthew 28, starting at uh, verse 9. When Jesus had done rose from the, the grave, there was an angel that came and the Marys that came. And, and the angel spoke to uh, uh, Mary and uh, said, the verse 9 says, And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, So the angel told them to go tell the disciples. And as they're, I'm, I, I'm figuring they're making some good time. I'm figuring they're making haste. Because they just seen an angel that instructed them, and they seen an empty tomb that Jesus lay there no more. So as they're, they're coming along the way, Jesus met them, verse 9, saying, All hail, and they came and held him by the feet, and they worshipped him. Do you think he still wants that today? Amen. It says, Then, verse 10, Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid, and go and tell thy brethren that they go to uh, go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Skipping to verse 16. Then the 11, the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, just as the women was instructed, just as they had told. The men believed, and they went into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And you can go over to Scripture, and, and Thomas, Doubting Thomas was one of them. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And go ye therefore and teach all nations, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I go with you always, even to the end of the world. And if we go over to Mark chapter 16, we're going to start at verse 15 and go down to the finish of the chapter, verse 20. Verse 15 says, Mark 16, 15, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. If we're disciples, he's done told us what we need to do. And then through the inspiration of the Spirit of God, Timothy got told the same thing by Paul, which got told the same thing by God. Amen. He that believeth and baptized shall be saved, verse 16, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 
and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, they shall drink any deadly thing, and it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Verse 19 says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he received he was received up into heaven and set down or set on the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 20 is the key to it. And they went forth and preached, not just a few places, but the Bible says everywhere, and confirming, working with them, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following Amen. Now, I believe what little bit of scripture we brought today, I believe we can all say we're disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. if we're saved. I'd ask this morning we'd all stand. Usually we have an altar call and, and, uh, and we'll do that here in just a few minutes, I guess. But what I'd ask this morning, let's pray as a whole. The Bible says that we shouldn't look back, but we ought to look forward and press in to Jesus Christ there in Philippians. But then we just read that if it's good things, there's no reason to not look back and remember those good things, then that it would stir us up on the inside. So I'd ask this morning, I hope and I pray that if you've not seen yourself in these videos, that you get active in church, that you get active in the functions outside of showing up on Sunday morning, showing up on Wednesday night and showing up on Sunday night. That we get active in our outreaches, the family of PG. I'd ask this morning that if you've seen somebody, why don't you give them a text or a call? Why don't you love on them a little bit? Did Christ first love on you, brother? It changed your world, didn't it? Absolutely. Did Christ love on you? It changed your world. The love of Christ that's inside of us, brother, it'll change somebody else's world. If we just share it and we would step out in faith. Disciple equipped and empowered. I hope that as we look back on 23, there have been other good men that's filled in before we come here. And then we, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to be a part of what good, good thing, goodness you've got going on. Me and my family love this place. And we want to be here as long as the Lord would see fit and the people would see fit. But I tell you what, more than anything, is let's preach Jesus. Amen. Let's live Jesus. Not just Sunday morning. That's easy to worship Jesus in this place because the Spirit of God shows up. Amen. Because there's not much adversity here. There's not much people that's, that's rubbing elbows with us. The world, what we got here is a little slice of heaven. But it's out, out there in the world. And he just said that they went and they preached with the Lord confirming them and working with them. As we pray in togetherness this morning, and, and I'm just asking everybody, if you would pray out loud, let's pray as one mind and one accord. He said, we're two or three are gathered there in the midst. We've had a blessed year. Amen. We've had a real blessed year. I'm tickled to death. I watched these videos multiple times, each one of them, and I thank God for everybody in them and everybody at the church. And if we left you out, I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't make the videos. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that was not our intentions to do so. But as we pray this morning, and that'll be our dismissal, but if there's somebody here that you're lost and you'd like to know a man named Jesus, 
If you'd come down, we'll pray with you. We'll introduce you to a man named Jesus that come and died for your sins. There's no better way to end this year and start the new year. You know what will keep us from being a disciple to others? You know what will keep us from uh, equipping ourselves in the scripture? You know what will keep us from being empowered and going out and being a mighty witness? Sin. Amen. Distraction. Because sin will be a distraction which will get our focus off and we can't look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You know what else it'll do? It'll come between you and your finances. It'll also come in between you and your marriage. And it'll also come in between you and your household, your family. Amen. The ship will be rocked a little bit and it won't be as smooth sailing as it once was. And I'd encourage each one of you this morning, if the Lord's tugging at your heart and you know without a shadow of a doubt that you want more than Jesus at a distance, after we get done praying together, I'd ask that you'd come up and we'll pray with you and you can receive Jesus. You can be restored, refreshed, rejuvenated in him because he's still alive and well. And we just read when he ascended up, he said at the right hand of the Father. And you can go in the Bible and it says he's making intercession. He knows what you're going through and facing. So as we pray and close out this morning, if there's somebody here or multiple people here, would you come? Heavenly Father, this morning, Lord, I'd invite each one to lift up their voice and pray that we be in one mind and one accord this morning. I'm so thankful this morning for my family that you blessed me with, for my church family, Lord, in this place that we can call home for however long the season lasts, and we love you, Lord God. I'm thankful, Lord, for these short video clips, Heavenly Father, that could stir our hearts, our minds, and to show us that for a little body of people, we love you big, and we're willing to do a lot of things and, and, and that you strengthen us to do, Heavenly Father. I'd pray this morning, Lord God, for each heart that's represented, each family that's here, God, I'd pray that they had uh, the most blessed Christmas they've ever had. I'd pray, Heavenly Father, that they've served you as much as humanly possible. But, Lord God, I know that ain't the case, Heavenly Father. And I'd pray, Lord God, if there's someone here, if there's somebody, Lord God, that you're tugging at their heart's door, that they would just give in and allow you to be the Lord of their life. Because I know, God, that truly greatness can come when we just surrender all and we say, Jesus, I need help. And Lord God, this morning I pray for the church that, Lord, as we look back next Sunday, we're going to look forward. We're going to look forward to the good things you got in store and, and the calendar you've given us, Heavenly Father, and the events that's going to take place. And we'd ask your hand to be in them, Lord God, because, Lord, not only me, but this church, we're seeking more salvations. We're seeking more baptisms, Lord God. We're seeking more miracles, Heavenly Father. We're seeking more prayer uh, answered, Heavenly Father. We're seeking more men and women being disciples. We're seeking uh, those, if they would, that would just step out in faith and they would exercise faith in our Savior. I love you this morning, Lord God, and how great Thou art. And Heavenly Father, that song has rung a bell in my heart all morning. Jesus at a distance. And I believe there's a few here this morning that, that want you at a distance because they don't want the fullness of the gifts and the things working, of the spiritual things working on the inside. And the Bible says that He gives severally as He wills. And Heavenly Father, this morning, it's your will that none of us should perish, but we all should have life. It's your will this morning that the fruits of the Spirit should be working inside of us and not the fruits of the flesh. And I pray this morning that it's us as a body, as a whole, here at PG Fellowship. I love each one. 
And Lord God, the love this church has for each other. Lord God, I'd pray, Lord, we'd lay our differences and our, our pettish things to the side. I'd pray, Lord, that we would seek you with all that we've got. I'd pray, Heavenly Father, uh, your hand on each family, their jobs, their workplaces, Lord God, their testimony, Heavenly Father, that, Lord God, as the Bible said, that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. I pray a soundness to their, their home, Lord God. I love them this morning, Lord, and I'd pray, God, if there's somebody here that is in need this morning, they wouldn't leave here that way, God. Because I believe you're still need meeting God. There's still people here at this church that'll gather around and pray for people, Heavenly Father. I love each one here, and I know, God, if I love them, how much more do you love them? I can't, I can't even comprehend how much you love this church and uh, the things that we're doing, God. I'm so thankful, and I pray, God, that this upcoming year will be more bountiful, more fruitful, Heavenly Father. You said if we'd be faithful over a few things, that we could be rulers over many. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that we've been just that. I pray we've been faithful, God, over the few things that you've given us. And Lord God, that we'll see not, <coughs> not just 20-fold, but 40, 60, 80, and 100-fold, God. I pray, Heavenly Father, God, uh, I don't know what this year holds, but you do, God. I know who holds tomorrow. I praise you this morning, God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.